This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Your body is a rental. I want you to think about that for a moment. The atoms that comprise you, okay, you are a combination of a little less than a hundred naturally occurring elements. Uh, I suppose there could be some man-made elements there, potentially, possibly, as a part of your composition. But in general, you know, your body is, and you're really, most of your body is comprised of of far less than that, probably about a dozen elements or so, um, carbon and oxygen and nitrogen, make up the vast majority of what you are. But I, I just want you to stop and think for a moment today what you really are. What are you made of? You are a rental from the universe. You are an incredible combination of elements that have come together to form you, a living, incredible human being. But so many of us, we have this view of ourselves as a completely distinct and discrete entity. That What I mean by this is, Many of us tend to view ourselves as being separate, different from the rest of the universe. But you really aren't. And this is an amazing thing. I I love getting to teach this in my high school chemistry classes. And when I see some of the light bulbs go on with some of my students, it's amazing. They realize that stars, these massive, massive balls of fire out in our universe, rocks, right? The earth's crust, animals, ourselves, we all share this amazing thing in common, the periodic table, the elements. You are made from star stuff. If you're not familiar uh, with the stars and what they are, I'd be happy to share a little bit of that uh, with you. So stars are these amazing fusion reactors in the sky, in, in, in our, our uh, universe. And what I mean by this is stars are these incredible things where hydrogen, uh, which is the smallest and simplest element, it's element number one, atomic number one, hydrogen is under great pressure and heat being fused into helium. Helium is the second lightest, the second smallest, second simplest um, element on the periodic table. And, And then that helium is further fused and you end up with things like lithium and beryllium, nitrogen and carbon and oxygen and fluorine and neon and so on, all the way up to element 26, which is iron. Uh, These amazing stars like our sun here in our solar system, they're these big fusion reactors where these elements are being fused together. And as they're being fused, as they're being joined together, they're creating heavier elements all the way, as I said, up to iron. Okay, so if you get to the center of the sun or any star like the sun, you've got this giant molten blob of iron, which is sunk down into the core, right? So this is an amazing thing, okay, that um, these elements, many of which comprise us, make us, form us as human beings, are being born in the stars. They're being fused. They're being created, put together, if you will, in the stars. Where do we get the elements that are larger 
than iron. Because if fusion stops in these stars at iron, which is element 26, well, there's 118 elements. Again, not all of them naturally occurring, a little less than 100 uh, naturally occurring, scientists believe. So where do those other 75 or so, 70-something or so elements, where do they come from? Um, the answer is scientists believe that they come from actually when stars die. And so these stars, you know, as fusion reactors are creating all the elements up to element 26, but then when they die, they collapse in on themselves and uh, they, they create a supernova, or at least they can, not all stars will. And when that happens, the supernova is such a cataclysmic event that it can actually fuse some of these heavier uh, elements. Really, if you go back in, um, uh, you know, cosmic origins, scientists would believe that that's where the heavier elements came from. They came from exploding stars. So if you've ever heard that saying that you are made from star stuff, know that it is not just poetic or metaphorical, but scientists believe it is actually true. that The stuff you're made from was actually born in a star, whether uh, while it was fusing things together all the way up to iron or at the death of stars when they died and they exploded um, and these heavier elements were formed and shot out into the universe and eventually would form planets and moons. And here we are on planet Earth, right? Third rock from the sun. And here you are, this incredible combination of the elements, an incredible configuration of star stuff. You are a rental, my friend. You are not permanent. You're not eternal. Perhaps in your, in your spiritual beliefs, you believe that there's a part of you that lives on eternally. And I'm not here to mess with that or touch that at all. But in terms of your physical body, okay, everyone knows this. Your body was formed. It came together in your mother's womb. And eventually you'll die and the body will decay. Where does your body go when it decays? Does it wither into non-existence? Well, no, because we know that the law of conservation of mass says that mass can neither be created nor destroyed, right? At least in our universe, the way that it's set up, we can't just bring matter into existence, and we also can't just completely destroy it or eliminate it from existence, but we can only transform or transfer it. So when you die, you don't really die. Regardless of your spiritual beliefs, regardless of what you may believe about a soul or a spirit, your body really does not die either. Your mass is not destroyed, but it's transferred. You degrade, you decay, and eventually, right, dust to dust, eventually you go back to the earth. Those elements that make you, you, at least your physical form, are going to be returned to the universe, right? They'll be returned to the earth, and then the earth eventually will be returned to the universe as well. Many people don't know this, but the Andromeda galaxy is racing toward the Milky Way galaxy right now. We live in the Milky Way galaxy. Our solar system is in just one of the spiral arms of the Milky Way galaxy. And the Andromeda galaxy and the Milky Way galaxy, they are currently, and, and we don't have any reason to believe that this won't continue to be the case, they are currently on a crash course toward one another. Andromeda and the Milky Way will eventually, given enough time, 
collide with each other. And it will be another one of those cataclysmic events like a supernova. So the earth is not forever. Our sun will not burn forever. It will eventually run out of fuel, as it is a giant fusion reactor. It eventually runs out of hydrogen. It runs out of fuel. And, uh, uh, you know, last time I checked, most scientists would say the sun is going to turn into a red giant. It's going to expand, right, and eventually die. It is not forever. It is not eternal. So this is what I submit to you for your contemplation today. You are a rental. Everything that makes up your physical body has come from something else, which will then be given to something else eventually, after you die. Now, how you choose to respond to this information is, of course, entirely up to you, but I want to say that I do not intend this message to lead to hopelessness or denialism which is the belief that nothing ultimately matters. Instead, what I take from this and what, what I, you know, again, submit to you today is this idea that you really are not, you're not, I'm trying to think of how to word this, so forgive me. It's, 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 it's something very deep and something I've been toying with for a long time and finally got bold enough to, uh, to attempt to share here on the podcast. You are not really ever gone, but you're also not ever really here. And again, that might sound weird to some, and it, it might sound negative to some, but it is, it is not a negative thing in my view. Um, you are a certain configuration of elements right now. You exist, and that's an amazing thing because your existence is my goodness, against all cosmic odds, here you are. This particular configuration of these elements I named previously, carbon and oxygen and nitrogen and so on. That's an amazing thing. But um, we, we choose to view ourselves as a discrete being, as something different from everything else. But that's not really what you are. You are one with nature. You are a part of nature, and nature is a part of you, and that is inseparable. The things that make you, your physical body again, I'm talking about here, um, those are the same things that make the planets and the moons and the solar system and the stars and everything. And that, to me, is amazing. It should lead to, I think, a renewed hope and a renewed energy that you're not going anywhere. You are not going anywhere. You will be here millions, potentially billions of years from now. You'll just be in a different configuration. And likewise, the configuration that you're in right now is an amazing thing. You, like the, the stuff, the atoms that make you, you could have been part of trees. And the ground and other plant, who knows where these atoms came from and where they've been. So scientists believe that the universe is billions of years old. So you have been here for billions of years, right? In a sense, in a way, the, the atoms that are, are stuck together now that make you, you, man, you have been here for billions of years, just in a different configuration. And you'll continue to be here 
scientists believe, for billions of years, just in a different configuration. I find that taking this view of who I am and what I am is so very helpful in giving me a new perspective, in helping me to understand that truly we are one with the universe. Truly, we are one with each other, whether we recognize it or not. And the nature of our existence is transient, and yet it is eternal in another sense. So uh, I certainly waxed a bit more philosophical um, today. And as always, I tell you, take it. Uh, I submit it to you. Um, take it and evaluate it. If it helps you, great. If it doesn't, throw it away. Um, you know, never trust anything that I say on here as if it's some sort of dogmatic truth. Uh, you know, take it and evaluate it for yourself. And if it rings true for you, if it helps you in your life, take it, use it. And if it doesn't, if it hinders you, I would always tell people to throw it away as far away from you as possible. But as always, this podcast is dedicated in spirit to you and to your continued success. I thank you so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I hope you'll do so. And also, I hope you'll share it with a friend and drop me a line. Give me some feedback. Let me know how I'm doing. Uh, I'm Cody Ray Miller, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.